welcome to the Alta Sciences podcast, uh, Gautam. Um, I'm really personally very excited to uh, kick off this special series of uh, globally recognized business leaders, uh, especially starting with you because of our, our, our relationship over the last several years and the success that uh, I think we can say we, we've jointly had and in particular your company has had in, in, in developing your compounds. Um, so for everyone watching, I'd like to introduce uh, Dr. Gautam uh, Gednakar. He's the president and CEO of First Ring Research. It's a clinical stage biopharmaceutical company dedicated to delivering solutions for inflammation and injury-based conditions. So uh, welcome, Gautam. Great to see you. Uh, so I guess the first easy question, um, maybe if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about uh, First String and the history of the company and how the beginning started with you. Oh, absolutely. So First String, uh, you know, it's a company, a biopharmaceutical company, clinical stage, as you mentioned. Uh, we were based uh, in, in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, which is close to Medical University of South Carolina in Charleston. And the reason we are here is because the technology came out of MUSC. And really it started when uh, I was a postdoc in a lab at MUSC. And the reason uh, I came to MUSC was because to study cardiac conduction system development. So it's quite different from what the company is doing now. But, you know, I had a personal interest in, uh, in looking at cardiac conduction system. So in my case, when I was about 19, I was diagnosed with Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome. And if you don't know what that is, it's, it's an extra conductive tissue next to my AV node, in my case. It's not that uncommon, but you know, usually one electrical impulse contributes to one heartbeat, and then it tends to dissipate. But in my case, when this electrical impulse went, went on this extra bundle of con conductive tissue, it kept rotating. And that can cause, you know, supraventricular tachycardia, some discomfort, and it's taken care of now, it's ablated. But that was the curiosity why I came to MUSC after my PhD. And I came to work with Professor Rob Gordy at MUSC, who was a pioneer in, in cardiac development, cardiac conduction system development. And we had this drug or peptide in the lab that was developed as a cell biology tool to really look at how cells interact with each other, how they communicate with each other. And if you sort of broadly think about that, you know, not just in the context of development or early embryonic development, but also in the context of injury response, right? Cells fundamentally have to coordinate that injury response. And so what we did was we essentially developed a tool at that point unknowingly that had you know, a, a pretty profound impact on how cells communicate with each other and how they communicate with the outside environment. And that has a you know, tremendous amount of consequence. If you can modulate that, tremendous amount of consequence in terms of how the body responds to injury. And so you can control excessive inflammation. Uh, you, can, you can sort of promote how these cells are proliferating and healing the injury and then also sort of mitigate scar formation. So there's a lot of value in understanding that and, and, and bringing that together. And so that was the genesis of First String. And this was back in 2005, uh, you know, at really at the end of 04, early 05. And, uh, you know, I was a postdoc in the lab, I was 27. 
you know, so being young and stupid, I thought it was a great idea. Let's start a biotech company. And so that was the genesis of first string research. And, and you know, that, that sort of leads me to my, my next question, Gautam. Um, you know, we, we've had, a, you know, quite a long relationship with you guys. We've, we've been through some, uh, some challenges with your compound and, and I think more successes than challenges to tell you the truth. But, uh, maybe you just, if, if you, if you could, could you maybe share with us some of the challenges that you've had, uh, maybe perhaps bringing a drug to market, uh, as a company and maybe some of the challenges as the, as a CEO in, uh, in this business. Yeah. So, you know, when, when I describe sort of challenges generally in, in this, in this area, biotech, biopharma is I, I have these sort of four pillars, right? So you have the scientific challenge, you have the clinical challenge, the financial and the regulatory. So all of these risks or challenges have to be mitigated for a drug to successfully, you know, come into the marketplace. And then there's the commercial aspects of it, but that's again, that's, you know, later on. So, you know, the scientific challenge was the key. Initially, we were able to uh, raise enough money uh, initially from, from supporters locally, and then, you know, really prove out the science, right? So now the science has been proven out. And then we were able to take that into the clinic. So the formulation that you guys are helping test is actually now in the clinic for several different clinical studies, right? Pivotal clinical trials. And uh, that's the Gronexin gel formulation. So really, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was sort of proving the efficacy and safety of that product in the clinic. That's the clinical risk mitigation strategy. And then obviously financial challenge in this business is highly financially intensive. You know, you're, you're constantly losing money, right? You're spending money. Uh, and, and the hope is that the drug is, you know, approved eventually and, and investors are made whole. But, but that's, that is also always a continuing big challenge in this, in this case. And then you have the regulatory piece, which is the FDA. And that piece, you know, again, FDA is, is, you know, is there to sort of guide you, help you, but you know, it's, it's a risk, right? They, they have their, their ways of doing things. And so, you know, you always have to consider that. And there is no across the street. You, you can't go across the street. You have to get through the FDA. So that's sort of the, the, the challenge is the way I describe them. Right. And, you know, it'd be curious to, to talk a little more, more about the regulatory challenge, but first, um, you know, working with you, I know that you've had successes over the years and you also had challenges in terms of uh, you gaining investment for your company and the, the idea of your, your compounds. Uh, I know starting as a young CEO that had some challenges too. Maybe you'd share a little bit with us about how you uh, were able to, you know, secure uh, funding for your organization. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was something else. I mean, you, you you're talking about you know you, you you see this is you know you think this is bad. Think about this at 27 with a mustache. It was all wrong. <laughs> so you know to go out there and convince enough people that this That's idea is quite well there. though. By the way. <laughs> 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 so, you know, no, I mean, they're obviously, you know, they're different. Uh, you know, one of, one, of the, one of the things I love about this country is if you have a good idea, people, enough people will back you, right? And so, we, you know, this is a serious business at the end of the day. We are asking for people to part with their hard-earned money. And then, you know, and, and, and the expectation is that we invest it wisely, we spend it wisely, and we actually see if this is, you know, a workable idea, a workable hypothesis, right? 
And so it's, it's been a long road, but you know, at the end of the day, enough people believed in the idea, believed in me, uh, that we were able to sort of, you know, uh, uh, get the initial investment. And also, you know, one of the, the unique things I believe that this, uh, this, this country offers, maybe along with some others, is, you know, the investment that we do in research and development. Right, so initially the way we started out was with the help of you know SBIR funding, the small business funding that NIH offers. Right, it's a peer-reviewed uh, a way that they decide to fund research, and so the the fact that your peers think that that this is work, work worth doing is also a good stamp of approval. And so we were able to leverage that. We had institutional support from the state, and then over time as as the risk were mitigated, as we were able to advance the products into development, uh, we were able to get some really smart institutional hedge fund money to then really round out the, the financial piece. You know, I think that just in a quick reflection now of the, over the years working with you, I, I know that you, you, you have got a, a great idea that I think people, uh, you know, can, can connect to, but it's also your uh, your passion and your charisma with 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 driving these things forward that uh, that also helped you gain some of that funding. Um, maybe on the next next question, you know, another challenge I think is is maintaining and securing uh, you know talent, um, you know, to advance your drug development pipeline. Would you would you mind sharing a little bit about your 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 thoughts, your philosophy, uh, what you've done? Yeah. So you know, one of the 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 advantages in, in the Charleston area to operate a business like First String, which is a biopharmaceutical company, is that once you're here, you got nowhere else to go. We are the only game in town. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of, uh, we have a small team, right? And, and the, the team, you know, the people we recruit, they sort of understand that they are going to be part of this sort of small number of people that can actually take a drug, you know, from very early stage right down to approval and into the marketplace. How many people can honestly claim that? I mean, you have big pharma teams and all that, and they, you know, they, they work, but this is so different. This is so tangible. This is so hands-on, right? That, that, that there's going to be some, I mean, you, you can tell the story to your children and grandchildren. Right? It's like, I got that drug approved. And what we're working on fundamentally, right? So the, the stuff that you're helping us do, which is, you know, the cutaneous radiation injury, is such a specialized indication, right? It, it, and, and if we can get it approved for that, you know, it has significant, um, you know, benefit in terms of medical countermeasure, a significant benefit in terms of mitigating a nuclear disaster, we hope never happens. You know, so 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 there's there's a lot of importance placed on what we're doing, and there's a lot of pride in 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 what we're doing, and I think that really sort of brings the team together, motivates them, and keeps them here. I can certainly say that from our team's perspective, and maybe perhaps in some ways, in partnership with you, and also potentially vicariously through your successes, I know it's very motivating for our staff to be connected with you and. You've been very forthcoming in your successes from a regulatory standpoint. So I uh, certainly appreciate that, that, that relationship that we have with you and your company uh, goes on. Um, well, I, you know, look, I mean, I, I consider you as true partners. And, and this is, and I don't say that lightly. And the, and the reason I'm saying that now is because as a small company, 
you know, where we are now in, in this pandemic situation, and you and I, you know, we have talked uh, multiple times mm -hmm. in how to mitigate, how to make progress in spite of the challenges we are having, particularly in 2020. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I have to say, you know, we've worked with other CROs and, and, and what you and I have been able to sort of work together, work out, make the most of, of available resources. So I applaud you guys for, for helping us do that because, you know, that, that kind of attention uh, is, is essential for a small company. And it's, 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 it's not always easy to come. I certainly feel that we have a great connection, you know, maybe the size of our company and yours, the enterprises certainly connect well together philosophically as well as operationally. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure also working with you, Gautam. Maybe just a couple of things, um, you know, what do you really look for in, in a CRO? You touched on that sort of partnership, that connection, anything else you, you, you look for when you're looking for a partner? Um, CRO so what I was saying is that, you know, in, in the CRO world, most CROs will have, you know, the, the, the sort of facilities you expect from a type A CRO, class A CRO to have. But that aside, at the end of the day, this really is a people business. And so having that rapport, having that trust uh, is so critical. And not just with you as the manager uh, of the facility, but also, you know, in, in the team that you have built there and the people that you have there that are working on the studies, right from the study director down to the people who are taking care uh, of the details, you know, and, 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 and that is so, so important because as a small company, we have a pretty limited window in terms of, you know, for mistakes, right? And so, you know, to, to have a team, to have that trust in, in the people who are working on your project, to care and to actually deliver and, you know, sort of take ownership of it, that is what we look for. And so, you know, it, as I say, it's a people business, so you have to sort of, you know, go and see who the team is. And, and that's what you guys bring to the table. Uh, you know, on our side, I have to say, it, it's been great working with you and your, your team. You know that uh, there's no such thing as absolutely flawless execution. We do believe that we have great quality, but what's really been you know, significant in our relationship is that we've always talked about you know, how to improve, how to, how to uh, you know, overcome hurdles. It's been very productive and, and, and very much a partnership in the two, two, with the two organizations. Um, you know, Gautam, you know, I, I think in, in your, uh, your responses today and, and the answers, you, you know, we hear the, the passion that you have for your business and, and uh, for, the, for the drug development process. You know, um, what keeps you going every day and, and you know, what, what makes you want to come to work? Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's the same thing that it, what, we, what we sort of talked about before or touched on before is, is there is a, a, a huge sense of, you know, not just the ownership, the fact that I was a co-founder of First String and all that, you know, it just plays into it. But, you know, the, the fact that we, we are on the cusp of doing something uh, with this drug that could be, you know, really, really important for, in terms of healthcare, advancing healthcare, right? that that is a huge motivation uh you know apart from that you know the the, the fact that you know you, you you sort of I'm, I'm working with this great team 
you know, and you know, and not just at first string, but also with these organizations like yours that we work with. You know, that, you know, how can that not be exciting, right? And you work with good people, you have good science. Uh, you know, that is that is hugely important and, and motivating. And then, you know, again, what you know, think about this, right? So people, you know, there there were enough people who believed in a young, you know, young kid from India, right? starting a biotech company and and you know give give us their hard-earned money right and that that i take that extremely seriously because that is you know a, a huge responsibility uh that we have to make sure that we're good stewards of that money and that we're spending it appropriately and that we're you know working hard so one of the things i always tell my investors and my board and 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 our people is that you know, a lot of drugs fail in this in this market in this in this industry, right? But if we if we were able to, you know, if if we actually do experience failure, it should not be for lack of effort. That is something we can control. We cannot control the clinical studies. We cannot control the outcomes of those. But what we can control is our effort. And so that's what we bring every day when we come to work. It's it's you know it's that effort. I know that uh, you know. Personally, I, I, I've seen examples through the, through the years of uh, your your tenacity and uh, your dedication to to your company. In the end, there, um, you've been known to uh, when needs be to jump on a plane in Carlston, you know, and, and fly out to Seattle and, and get back home for dinner in the evening and all in one day. Spag so Gautam, hey, you know, it's been a pleasure. I know, we, you know, we, we, we will continue this discussion together. Uh, you know, um, hopefully we can do this in person next time and, uh, you know, over, over a glass of beer as we we're, we're accustomed to doing it personally. But uh, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate you taking the, the moment to, to film this with us. No, likewise, uh, Mike, and I, I, I look forward to having the beer and uh, the Copper River salmon with you. <laughs> Salmon's on me. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks. Well, to everyone listening, that, that, that was Dr. Gautam uh, Gendakar. Thank you very much again. And, uh, you know, um, we'll have additional programs and videos available at altasciences.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you.